ready. Let's do it. Let's you do know it. what I'm saying? Concrete Refs, episode two. You know? Oh my God. Yes, it is. Indeed. Episode numero dos. <laughs> yeah, out here is Concrete Refs. It's your man Fuego. And we got Surreal over there. What's up? What's, what's up? What's up? How you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. Another day above ground, another day on this beautiful planet. Fuck it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We doing it big. We got a guest appearance on, no, up no, in the not building. Again. Not again. Yes, part it's again. Two. Yeah, we have part two of Ed Ape. Ape is back. We the said his first appearance might be his last, but as it turns out, this motherfucker still here. too good to yeah. not yeah. have again. Yeah, yeah. The biggest hip hop artist in South Ozone Park, Queens, right now. South Ozone's finest. I'm like a Lay's. I'm like a Lay's potato chip. (laughs) (laughs) Side note, I'm hungry as fuck. I'm trying to order some food on Seamless right now. You can have just one session with me. Right. Oh, man. This is good times, man. Good times, man. We doing this ghetto style live in my kitchen. What does that mean? In Queens, it means that we're not in the studio. We're in the kitchen having drinks, ice shots, and shit. No, we're not in the ghetto. I'm hungry. We're not in the ghetto. We're not in the ghetto. We're in a nice neighborhood. We might have pregame for this episode. We may or may not, but we'll leave that up to what the sponsors want to hear. But um, (laughs) yeah, the end of the day, we out here and we glad to be here. And Surreal's Kitchen kicking it back, you know what I'm saying? Are there any sponsors? <laughs> I'm just saying potential sponsors. You never know. You never, never yeah. know. Is yeah, it? we're that big so right now. Hold on. on. You want some man, Max Fuego, Fuego is chewing some Trident right now. Ferragamo Fuego with the so Trident. So let's go on ahead deck. and try to get a, our first sponsor. Trident Gum? Rep. Shout out to Trident Gum. Keeping it is fresh. Is your mouth me. feeling not so fresh? <laughs> Did you just uh, eat a nasty bitch's pussy uh, and now you need to refresh? I want some seamless. I want some trident is what I want, sir. Go Fucking for it, my trident. Trident gum. Fix your mouth. Wow, Chris, you just you turned it up on us? Okay. It's just a headphone volume. It's all good. So seamless, wait, first. hold on. Seamless has crown fried chicken. South Ozone Park. Yo, yeah. are, are we also trying to get Seamless as a fucking I want sponsor? Seamless. Seam- no, I want Crown Fried Chicken as a sponsor. <laughs> Crown Fried Chicken as a sponsor. Oh, I love myself some fried chicken. Man. Yo, will they deliver McDonald's? Uh, probably not. No, why do you have to McDonald's? McDonald's. That might be on TaskRabbit or something like that. That's terrible. About what? It um, might be on Task Rabbit. I don't Task know about Seamless. Rabbit. Yeah, yeah. What's that? That's like a courier kind of service. So it's just like some dude sitting around his fucking house and got nothing to do. Yeah, they have Uber Eats and shit. To yeah. contact him and tell him what to do. Yeah, exactly. Make sure you're talking to the mic a little fucking bit. Fucking Task Rabbit. So can I tell this guy to do fucking anything? <laughs> <laughs> what can I tell him to do? Whatever I can tell him go to McDonald's and fucking bring me back a, a chicken nugget. Go to Brooklyn and give me some cheesecake from Junior's. It's like that. Basically. I don't know. And then what? He tells me what he'll charge for that? Yeah. <clears throat> it's about an hour, I suppose. Really? Task Rabbit. Yeah, man. Wow. There's a fucking army of gophers just sitting around the house waiting for you, probably watching Pornhub, waiting for the <laughs> fucking Task All right. Yeah, so that's that eight, y'all. This will definitely be his last show. I promise you. <laughs> nah, um, that's cool. He's good. Nah, but it's all good. But, um, surreal. 
What's up? I know you're a DJ, and I know you've had a lot of experience in the DJ world, you know. I so guess somewhat. I may know you a little bit more than the people know you, so let them know about your views on hip-hop and where it's been and what's your favorite hip-hop and, like, you know, what your whole style is as far as, like, what you think about the culture. The culture right now as a full or just how I feel well, about what's going on? right now, but what's your favorite part of the culture and, like, what do you gravitate towards when it comes to hip-hop? When it comes to hip-hop, what I gravitate to is the music that has soul in it. Yeah. Yeah, not just the the, the patty cake bullshit that they play on the commercial radio mm. just to get a dollar and make some bread or advertise some fucking vodka or some shit. Mm. I need the soul. I need the volume. I need the bass. Oh. I need, you know. No, I'm serious. I need that, you know, like that live instrumentation music playing like just feeling good like it just makes you feel good inside but it has a message it doesn't have to be fight the power it doesn't have to be you know we're making a movement against racism or something like that yeah. just music that when you're having a drink you're sitting in your living room I support room. that I'm all about that I'm not saying I don't support I'm just saying the music that I dig the hip hop that I dig that just makes you feel a different vibe makes you think differently educates you at the same time hip hop to me years ago they used to take it back they used to I mean they did the the whack bullshit music at times and stuff like that like commercial but the real hip hop like the the message and stuff like that that they were putting out was pretty dope at the time so now the way hip hop is I try to keep myself open minded and keep my ear open to what's playing on the radio but it's it's not interesting to me at all it's more see that's the thing is anybody even listening to the radio like that? I mean, like, they do. I listen to the radio when I'm in like an Uber or something like that. I listen to the radio station. If you have a car, like, I think yeah. basically that's what it is. If you got a car, you're yeah. listening to the radio. But why yeah. even? Because with now you can connect your phone via Bluetooth because or the old cable. Because it's easy and it's free. I don't have to do you know, shit. Yeah. I get in the car. Look, yeah, a lot of people are into technology and they just want to set up their Bluetooth, and folks will do it. Right. Yeah. But how easy is it to get inside of a car and hit the button and the radio comes on? It's free. I don't have to use my fucking... But my, is it that my, much harder to play a playlist? Like nowadays well, you I have, have to use my data plan. Nowadays you have Apple Music. So, he, but he, you here's, know what I'm he, You have here's Tidal. A, you have all these different the, Spotify. Here's, the, here's, these different here's my services. beef with streaming. Okay. Right? Is, all right, mm. your cable. Yeah. You have cable in your house? Yeah. How much you pay a month for cable? Well, I split it. You know what I'm saying? I have oh, other people that what's pay, the, What is it for the house? The bill is like 200 and plus. 200 yeah. plus. Yeah. For $200 a month, yeah. do you get access to everything that's ever been recorded in the history of recorded television and movies <laughs> and documentaries for $200 a month? That's a, to- that's a lot you? to ask. But do you? Where's the storage It's that? a lot to oh, ask, but, what, but do you have it? Yes or no? But I don't want that. But do you have it? No, because I don't want okay. it. Okay. Yeah. How much do you pay for streaming service? Come on. Like $10. $10 a month. You have access to everything in the history of recorded music for fucking $10 a month. And for $200 a month, you don't even expect to have everything in the history of movies and television and documentaries and whatever the fuck else. But for yeah. $10 a month, you're cool. You, you, do you see the do you see the disparity? There's a big difference. There's a big difference, and and the industry is not exploiting. You know, for some reason, television is. Oh, I'm willing to pay fucking two hundred dollars a month for this shit and have very limited access. 
right? Everybody knows you got three thousand channels. How many channels do you actually watch? Well, for me, the only reason Ten. why the only reason why I have like TV, TV personally is because I love sports, and sports is something you have to watch a lot. You have to have it, you right? You have to yeah, have that. Okay. I respect sports, that. You know what I'm saying that's the only reason. What I'm other saying than is that, like Netflix music. and all these other service providers, they provide a lot of content where like. You can have that and be satisfied. It's just that with sports, it's live and you you need that, you know. And DVR is convenient to have, but like you said, it's limited. It doesn't give you the whole range of everything recorded. I never really thought of it like that. Yeah. So that's interesting, like you know. For, and all of these streaming services, yeah. titles. The I mean, some of them are see they're trying to diversify. Mm-hmm. Like Apple's trying to go out and make a deal with a certain artist. We have this from this artist. And no that's one it. With the only, with the only for person two, that has but it. for two weeks, mm. huh? Yeah. But for some reason, music is thrown away. It's like people are willing. Oh, ten dollars, and I can have everything. What do you think about that, I mean, it's 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 great for the consumer, but for the Amazing artists, for the consumer, for the artists, if they don't have the right deal, all their work is on there, and they're not really getting paid. What does it say about? It like, says that it's just free because of ten dollars a month. I mean, it used to cost me seventeen and change to buy a full CD album back in like HMV days. Or Tower Records, like it was a big deal when a release came out. You either went to mom and pop on the corner to buy some shit, or you went to Tower Records or HMV or Sam Goody or The Wiz, or you know all those other record shops that have vinyl, had the cassettes. You had to wait and online, you bought it. and you bought it, and you it was like seventeen bucks, and and you know, it was expensive at the time, right. but you appreciate the music, and it took the artist like a year or two to put shit out. Yeah. It wasn't so consistent with a mixtape every month. It was like his album's coming out in October, and when it came out, that was the album of the year. Yeah, yeah. Or the year and a half, that record, that album was getting played constantly everywhere out of everybody's cars. I remember Summer '95, Cuban Links came out, Raekwon's solo album. Tell me that shit wasn't dope. Shout we were to playing, the chef. we were playing that shit every fucking day in Victor's car, in Louis' car. It was car. a big deal. It was yeah. a big album. They don't write it down. It's a big deal, but you're right. Like you know, people put out music. Constantly. And there was a there was a physical connection to that record because yeah. you had it, you felt it in. Your hand like and you got you know, to read the book it, you read the book like, yeah you know it, it signified a moment in time in your life and it was like yeah that's I what's mean, important you know yeah. that's what's that's what may be missing in today's day and age yeah, but at I'm the same an old, time you I'm know, an old dude yeah. I, I appreciate the content I, I appreciate the physical can the I physical ask you shit. a question what's up if I so if I'm streaming a song is there any way on the whatever streaming app that I can hit a button and see who produced this record? Where this record was recorded? Produced, no, but you can see the lyrics. What samples were cleared? Uh, what permissions right. were granted? Like you There's remember, you used to there. buy yeah. a record and you used and to like, open oh, up the Oh, so and so produced this, and they sampled. Yeah. From now here. I don't know who produced it unless they put you put your tag in front. Yeah, or the or record is to, important enough that it's being talked about so all I the time. Or you gotta go to whosample.com or something like that. Yeah, search yeah. out. No, know. but that doesn't tell you who the producer was. It just tells you what the samples were. Who sampled, but. I, that's why I want the physical. Right. I, I, why don't, I why don't we have that? Why don't we have liner notes? I mean, if you buy the record, if you buy the record, then you get liner notes and you can look and see. Yeah, the physical copy. The, yeah. You know, you get the digital booklet. Okay. So I want to take this combination conversation in another direction. Producer-wise, who's the best producer to ever do it in hip-hop? Oh, that's tough to say, man. Okay, there's, let me, there's let too me, many let me, records, let too me much open dope it up shit. You. <laughs> let me get 
Let me get your top five in no particular order of producers in hip hop. Uh, right now, that I'm that I'm Ever. always all time, all time. My list is gonna be different from a lot of people's lists. That's list. fine. That's fine. All right. So of course, Madlib. Mm. Of course, Jay Dilla. Of course, Kanye. Of course, DJ Premier. I mean, I can go on. I mean, and one more. Oh man. Got to round it off. I'm th- I'm still thinking like there's so many like this dude right here at A. Wow. You know? gonna edit it I had him five. on that list. Wow. I had him on That's that list. That's a big compliment. That's why I couldn't think of anybody else at the moment. Wow. But he's always been on the list. He's dope. Wow. I mean, My the work's got to be put out there. We'll it's not no had. brown nose and bullshit. This is real talk. Like this is real. You know, the music is. It makes you think. You have to sit back, have a drink, and listen to the Speaking vibe. Of have a drink. Can I have some more Jameson? Brothers? Not everybody is gonna feel, and I say this consistently. Not everybody's gonna feel the same about every record. It took me some time for certain albums to grow on me, especially when they first came out. The type of guy I do when I listen to an album, I listen to an album when I'm on the train, on my way to work, in the bathroom taking a shit. Anytime that you know you're mopping That's the floor, TMI. you're cleaning the the house. You just got the music playing. That's how I listen to the uh, album. You so, just get so the Mad full Lip focus. is your favorite producer ever. Madlib is one of my favorite producers. I like his vibe. I like the Loop Digger. I think he's great. There's so many other producers. I mean, Pharrell. Who's your favorites? So mm. I go in a different direction from Chris because, I mean, I grew up appreciating hip hop. In a little bit later of an era, not saying that I don't appreciate the earlier hip hop that came out, but my like passion and love for hip hop came from a little bit more of a you know progressive producers, but like like um, Timberland, um, Just Blades, um, Swiss Beats, Kanye, and Pharrell. That that'd be like my five, you know. Like the older guys, I respect them and I love their craft. And like, if I had to like put my older producers, it would be like that's Pete not Rock. the shit you grew up with. Right, it's not what I grew up with, but I respect it. Like Pete Rock, uh, DJ Premier, you know, um, RZA, you know. Yeah, um, I mean, I, you know, I those forgot are about like, a lot of people. Those are those are my kind of like you it's know crazy. old school kind of guys. <clears throat> um, even like Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, like I like the vibe that they had, you know, because they had the scene rocking, you know, Heavy D, mm-hmm. like he's an under underrated producer that a lot of people don't necessarily talk about that often. Um, yeah, those are the kind of guys that I think that like really lay the, the foundation and like were the trailblazers for the producers that are like my favorites. But yeah, like that sound, that whole Timberland kind of like Virginia, kind of like, you know, him, Missy and Timberland and, the whole style that they brought to the table was like phenomenal. And Pharrell's always gonna be like an idol to me as far as like production and style and all of that stuff. But at the end of the day, they, these guys all keep it hip hop and that's what it's all about. Like, you know, keeping that core element in. So, um, yeah, you know, I think that music is so important and it's like the the concept of upholding a culture and keeping that, keeping that vibe going is what's important. And if we can all do that, we can all come together and overthrow this fool we call Yeah, Trump. this is sounding more like church right now. This is like preaching. Yeah. Everybody preaching. put the collection dishes out. We're going to collect. We revolutionize them. We about to overthrow this fool. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. That's great. <laughs> yeah, man. But anyway, I want to thank y'all for coming, man. Like, I like that Trump is president. 
Let's talk about that. We got some time. I told y'all. I told y'all. Ed is gonna be on here the last time, and that's definitely this time. I don't know. What's we got going plenty of time. On. We got plenty of music playing. Let's let's rock let's out, Mister 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 Ed Ape, sir. Please I elaborate. I think he's the president that we deserve. <laughs> I think we're. I think Americans are a group. Okay. Extremely comfortable, breastfed, ignorant fucks. Mm. And this is the guy that we deserve. We are not shit. Americans ain't shit. Mm. We're the citizens of the most Can I? powerful yeah. and baby-fed and protected and coddled uh, people on the face of the fucking planet. <clears throat> the most powerful nation on the face of the planet. We don't have to worry about a goddamn thing. Even the poorest people in our country are taken care of. Yeah. You go to somewhere that's really poor. Okay. That's really fucking poor. You know this uh, dude, Waka Flocka, he was talking about when he was traveling the world and he was going to all these places, performing Africa, and all these places that were just like at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And they were bad. kids, six, 16, 17 years old, they never owned a piece of, uh, never owned a pair of shoes. Wow. Ever in their life as a teenager. They mm-hmm. never owned a pair of shoes. Right. He said he came back with no jewelry. He was breaking apart pieces of his jewelry to give these kids little pieces of gold so they can go buy themselves something. Wow. And in here, the poorest of us, no matter how fucked up, whatever conditions of or any ghetto in the world or any trailer park or whatever in America, we're still pretty well fucking fed and taken care of and coddled. And we're not motivated enough to give a fuck enough about our own government or mm. understanding our own culture or our mm. own government or the, our, or the world mm. or what our government or what part our government takes a, a, a part in. Okay. And he's the motherfucker that we deserve. We're yeah. wicked. We're nasty. They voted for him. Yeah. He's the person. He's not my president elect. He's not my president elect. Is this stuff reflected in your? Is this stuff reflected in your music? Like these views that you have? Like does it come across? Mm-hmm. Like you know? Because I'd be honest, with you, oh. I haven't heard a, a lot of your stuff. I know Cyril's heard a lot of it, but it sounds like you have an interesting viewpoint, and it may not be the most popular, but. Maybe you shouldn't strive to be the most popular. Mm-hmm. You know, you just try to just be who you are. You know, and that's what that's about. Be yourself. Uh, be yeah. yourself. Be yourself. But it's funny you, you were talking about um, what's going on with America nowadays, right? I was talking to an Uber driver the other day that was from Africa, mm-hmm. and he was expressing to me how he feels that Africa has a disconnect between the African-Americans and actual Africans that mm-hmm. live in Africa. Right. He was from the Ivory Coast, right? So, I was probably high as fuck. I was in the backseat, but <laughs> I um, I came up with this idea. I was like, you know what? We need to have the racists work together to help us get what we need. And he was like, what you mean by that? I was like, these racists want to see people, black people, not be in America anymore. So why don't we work this out? Let's do this. You guys finance a program where we're gonna have free flights for people to go back to Africa. And not only are you going back to Africa, but you're gonna make sure we have good Wi-Fi so we get Netflix and all that good shit. I need Wi-Fi. I need Wi-Fi. We need Wi-Fi. I need Wi-Fi. 
And you're going to house us. We need housing, so that yeah. we're good, right? <laughs> so that's part of the deal. And the other part of the deal is you have to go through cultural reform. Like, you have to have but some kind of But you know, that was, this happened yeah. already. I mean, mm. I understand it happened before, but at this point in and time, people how the country go. is, there's no... No, but it's true. You know why? Because... Africa didn't feel like home, and what he was telling me was that. Of course, that, it doesn't. It's I know. A different place, and you don't know anything about that culture. Yeah. What they were saying was the guy was telling me is that Africa is going through a renaissance now, where the governments are trying to talk to each other, and they're considering being more unified as more of an important cause than anything else. To have a so, union like the EU or something some similar like that. that. Some similar to that. So, at the end of the day, it's like. I don't see why they shouldn't at least try because as an African-American in America, I'll tell you right now, we do not feel at home, you know? We're comfortable because we have all these amenities around us, but we don't feel like yeah. this is home. Sure. And your president is not making it better. Well, so. That's <laughs> my president. Yeah. I, I just don't, you know, like I kind of yearn for, all right, the way I see... Our society, I think, is the exemplified. It's the top of the most ignorant, powerful societies ever. But I see all societies as basically the same. All societies are basically the same? Basically the fucking same. I highly see they're, that differently. They're, they're all pretty much based on the same shit. Uh, yes and no. There's a, there's a very small aristocratic faction that has the majority of the power, control of resources and information. Right. And then there's everybody else. Mm -hmm. Now there are degrees of that. Mm -hmm. There are some degrees of that where there's a king who's king from the time he's born until the time he dies. There are other, and, and there's a faction of very powerful people around him. Then there are other types of societies where there's, there's you know, there's a little more power in, in, in social mobility or there's a little more power and totalitarianism, mm. right? Right. And it's ways. And in mm. our country, it's, you know, we, we elect a president every four years, but mm. essentially, you know, these fools are, they're commissars, mm -hmm. you know? There's right. a small group of, of aristocrats that don't ever change. And we can see the evidence of that just right in the cabinet. We don't have to look very far. There are yeah. people that are, are, are in high levels of government their entire fucking lives. They're head of the CIA when a new guy's elected. They're fucking, yeah. they're in the cabinet. When a new guy's elected, then they're the czar of XYZ or the president of some huge oil firm or bank right. or whatever, you know, right? It's, there's this, there's a, there's a, it's classism. And it's that way throughout history. Back in the day, the way they used to do that shit is, mm -hmm. you know, you come outside and you're adorned in gold from head to toe and there's a group of people fucking carrying you and you change your name so that your name sounds like the name of a god mm -hmm. that your people believe in and you tell everybody that I'm descendant or I'm part god from in this way. Because mm -hmm. what the one thing that everybody understands way at the top, because there's only a few hundred of these or a few thousand of these motherfuckers, is that if, if the millions of people decide that they want to fucking take over their country, well, let the snap of the fingers, they can take it back. And I have, I have another question for you. Yeah. What do you think about legalization of marijuana? Oh, I love it. Oh. I think all drugs should I'm be legalized. I'm down for that. Surreal? Cocaine, heroin, oh, everything. That's like asking me if you, you like to breathe. Wait, 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 hold on. I asked about marijuana. You're everything should, should be legalized. legalized. Cocaine, heroin. Everything yeah, should be legalized. fuck it. Everything. There'd be no crime. Yeah. Yeah. You could just go to the store and buy a pack of fucking weed Yo, sticks? 
and there are countries that have done this shit. That instead of legalized and then instead, instead of, of fight against continuing drugs, continuing the war on drugs, they just yeah. let people do drugs. You want to do drugs? Go ahead and do it. But they have programs situated for them to that they didn't want to stop. They right. have all that shit set mm-hmm. up, That's and right. it's been working because people are like you know what I want to right. clean up because now it's too easy. How much money do you think we spend on the DEA? Millions. The FBI taking down drug dealers. Millions. And people still fucking take drugs, don't they? Yeah, fuck the man. So if you legalize the shit, then it happens like marijuana. Mm. There's going to be a lot less crime because you. A lot. Look, I'm a cocaine dealer. Yeah. I have my fucking license to sell cocaine. I have my legitimized establishment. I sell cocaine. You want to get in the cocaine business? You're good. You do like me. But you know what's going to happen? The government can't tax it. Yes, the government can tax it after that. The government makes more money. They spend less money fighting crime. Yeah. And about the same amount of people are fucking addicted to drugs. Probably less people are addicted to drugs when it's legalized. Because the government has a lot more money than to make it a demerit good, like they do with nicotine. Mm. Makes sense. Wow. That is very political. We're not a political show. We just out here. Nah, we're not political, but you know what? It's a fucking great dream for that shit to be legalized. That would be fantastic. Surreal is lit. Fuck yeah. If they legalize fucking weed? Yeah. That's, that, I'd be fucking fed. I could go to the fucking corner store, buy Skittles and a pack and of weed. weed. Yeah. Like, I'd be happy. I'm, nothing illegal. But I'm good. What is my dope man going to do? If he, he He'll like, be fine. He's going to either transition or, <laughs> or go out of business. Right. Damn. That's it. I'll still buy from him if his price is right. Yeah. But if you I can get it, if I can get it, it already rolled up, yeah. If I can get it rolled up already in a pack, like a, like a pack of cigarettes, yeah. and I can light up and blaze in the street. Everything should be legalized. I am fucking in like white on rice. What so, I, why would I give a fuck if you want to get high? Yeah, like, fuck you. Why do I care if you want to fucking inject heroin into your vein? Or yeah, fuck you. Why do I care? Yeah, fuck go you. Go ahead and do it. Get fucked up. fuck you. Like, go ahead, do your thing. Who cares? You're going to do it regardless. Whether it's legal or illegal, you're going to do your, you're gonna Let's do your do thing. Let's just do it legal now. So do it. Hmm. Yeah. All right, well. Drugs. Drugs. Yeah, shout out to drugs. Yeah, shout fucking out to drugs. shout out to fucking that rapper um Necro. Who? Necro. Necro. I need Ooh, drugs. I need drugs. I never heard that <laughs> oh, you need to look up Necro right now on your computer and then you can talk. Oh. I like yes. Necro. Necro is real <laughs> with the real shit. Like we're live right now. Concrete reps. Concrete you know what I'm saying? Reps. In the kitchen really in Queens. Nice. We're kicking it live with Ed A, Fuego, and yours truly, Surreal. Fuego. Has, has, has Mr. Fuego's looking up Necro? Yeah. Ed A will explain more about who Necro is because not a lot of people follow that underground. N-E-C-R-O? N-E-C-R-O. Yeah, Necro. I need drugs. I need drugs. is a good place to He's start. very graphic rapper. He, If he's you a, listen he, to the lyrics... He, he calls himself a death rapper. Yeah, like he's too death graphic. Rapper. Sometimes you get sick because it's too descriptive. It's basically... I ripped the tenders from the bone. <laughs> like, it's crazy. It's basically extreme sex and death. Yeah, raw. Yeah. Like, raw. That's necro. That's like, like it's like watching Faces of Death, but listening to his album. If Faces anybody knows Faces of Death, what a throwback! Remember that? It is of course. like that. It's just like it's that. It's like Game of Thrones, but it's set in Brooklyn in the projects. Yeah, it's mad graphic. It's crazy. Like your imagination when you listen to his lyrics kills me. That's it made cool. me sick one time. I was like, "Yo, change this shit. I can't listen to this no more." But he's great. Okay. 
He's great. He's fun to listen to sometimes. He's fun. Kids, I need you to go listen to Necro. He's a great rapper. Shout out to Necro. I see him, American rapper. Let's see, does he have a wiki? Yeah, he has a wiki. Yeah, he's like 60. Necro's been around for probably almost 20 years. Yeah, since the 90s, late 90s. Fucking crazy ass white man. Fucking much respect to all the white rappers that are out Yo, doing their thing. Yo, page, he has a camel yiki hat on. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. He was 41. I was right. He's up there in age. Fucking old man, but he's still good. Okay. He's still rocking. Good for him. Fucking Necro, you evil motherfucker. Necro is a self-taught musician. He's been playing the instrument since the age of 10. He What's he playing, man? He plays the microphone? By looping on records. Nice. He bought his son at EPS in 1991. Okay. He produced for Knox, Fix On, Cage. Nice, okay, cool. All right, check it out. But yeah, man, um, we got a little concrete reps out here in Queens doing our thing. We got Ed 8, he's back for two episodes. You know what I mean? We ain't expected, but he's here. And um, we rocking out, you know? Like, we just loving life, you know? We doing our thing, trying to make it. You know. Just having normal fucking conversations in the kitchen, having drinks. It's a good time. You know, let me set the scene for everybody that so so we can so there they can go. feel how it is to be sitting with us. We're in the kitchen, the lights are off, the blinds are open, the sun is just going down. We got the candles lit for the ambience. You know what I'm saying? We got the gym beam. We're not stunting, we're just having a good time. We're just having fun. It's Surreal good times. Lit, like I said. Yes, I'm very tall right now. Lots of Sanka and lots of Kool Aid is a great combination. Coffee. I don't drink coffee. It's okay. <laughs> I do. Plenty of it. You know? Plenty of it, but, you know. That's my man, though. But anyway, man, we got a lot of content coming for y'all this season, man. I mean, we got a lot of people that we want to <laughs> talk to, we want to interview, we want to um, just give y'all a view of their world. So. Y'all gotta vibe with us. Y'all gotta come back. I gotta check in on us and see what we up to. But every week, we promise we're gonna give y'all some content. You know, we got Surreal, we got Fuego. And whoever comes through is gonna be live because that's what we are, live. So. Yeah, man, just come chill with us. Just come hang out. Adebe, how you feeling, man? You kind of quiet. What's up? So quiet. He's out here feeling live. He's lit. He's quiet. We got the bottle of Jameson. He's too quiet. Too quiet. I feel very nice right now. Good. You I'm guys glad. got me fucking blasted. That's, that's what it's about, bro. That's, that's when the truth comes out. Reps, you know what I'm saying? Can we get we you fucked up? Yeah. yeah. It's the Queen's way, you know? It's the need to smoke. from the Bronx, but it's all good. I said I yeah. love the Queen's Oh, tell me so, how you feel. Tell me how you feel, guy. What you say? Last episode. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. The one that nobody heard? Yeah. <laughs> last episode, <laughs> which was the first episode. Yes. We were talking about. You dating a girl, and she says that she had a homosexual experience. With we, we were talking about insecure and a, a situation that happened in insecure where, you know, a girl was dating a guy and how do you all the guy brought up his he said interaction that he, right. he might have had. But know, how, how do you man. all feel about dating a girl who likes other girls? Ah, if that was only really what happened to me, that would be a great experience. <laughs> Uh, I think I, my actual my last relationship was with a girl that was bisexual, which was fine to me because it was Did funny. Let you... our, our first date, uh-huh. I saw I met her um, at a bar 
for some reason or whatever after work. And she had some coworkers and some friends with her. And she stepped outside to go smoke. And I came outside to meet her. I met her and she was making out with one of her friends. So, um, now, believe it or not, there's some guys that would see that and feel some kind of way, like, oh my God, what are you doing? You're supposed to be hanging out with me. But me, being the man I am, I, I didn't feel no kind of way. I just felt like, yo, that's all good. Like, I want to join, I'm like, what's up? But at the end of the day, it was a situation where we ended up having to separate the two from each other because she felt more comfortable being with me for me and not wanting to do that, like mix our two worlds up. But I think in any, I think in every, yeah, it's fucked up. But in any situation, I think it's gonna be different depending on the person, you know? They can always either feel like either they want you to be a threes kind of situation or they want to do it one-on-one, it's up to them. But it's up to you too, you know? Oh, it's up to them. It is up to them, you're right. Damn. It definitely is. It sucks. It's not all up to them. You're in it too. Yeah, but when you're a guy, you know the girls have the power. No. no Fuck no, that. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Fuck that. Stop that now. Girls have the power. No. Power of the P-U-S-S-Y? No. There's no fucking power like that. Have you been on Instagram lately? Listen, Jay-Z has a song about it. That means that it's true. Mm. Jay-Z and Devin Adu. Shout out to Devin Adu. Remember that dude? He's fresh. Yeah. Tell Devin us who that dude, dude is. is we forgot. He's kind of an unsung yeah. artist. He's good. Yeah, man. <clears throat> so. Talk to me. How about... How about what? This is oh. great when you fucking been smoking and we're doing a podcast live. Like, this is yeah, great. Man. So, I saw this documentary on Netflix called What the Hell, right? Uh, and my friends are like beating me up about talking all this shit about food and whatever but mm-hmm. I felt like it really opened my eyes but I don't know what do you feel about this theory or not even just a theory but the concept of people that have been eating meat their whole life that come to a realization about what it's doing to their body you know? I think meat is fine I think my personal opinion is that I'm not a scientist or a fucking dietitian or anything. But I think the biggest thing is just in the last 20 years, how we prepare our food before it comes to our table. Yeah. It's changed in a big way. Right. So GMO stuff and, you know, right. And, uh, and we f- we're feeding that to animals that we eat and the way we treat animals before we eat them like cows and fucking chickens and shit but you do know our body is not designed to actually it is designed eat yes animals. it is no it oh, certainly no. is but if you watch what the health it's a mm-hmm. documentary on netflix check it out you guys if you I haven't have seen chance. what the health um they explain how animals like bears you know omnivores they have these canine teeth and they, they have, have this, teeth that we don't have and they also have acid in their stomach that breaks down you know, meat. But we've Our been bodies. eating meat yeah. for thousands of years. Let me ask you this. And it's part of the reason that we outlive if you, if our you were in the wild, If you were in the wild, <laughs> right? No, I hear you. But if you were in the wild mm. and you had to capture an animal, yeah. 
do you know that your teeth are not built to be but able to the, bite down into an animal? That's why we cook but them. There are we a, use our brains right. to cook the animals, right? But so that they're is, able, so that we can chew them with our teeth. But your body is not designed to do that. You're you're making a process happen because you want it to happen versus your body being designed to. You see how a bear's body is designed to do that? Yours isn't. Yours is designed for. I'm not sure I agree with that though. No, but it's not something to agree with. It's a fact. I don't know. Is it a fact? Because the only way, yeah, it is. Because the only way, think about it. The only way you can ingest this meat is if you prepare it. it. Challenge. But now I've prepared it. Right. Challenge. Now I've prepared it. Can I? So now it's cool for me to ingest. What other animal? What other? What other animal on this world prepares it? Because we're the shit. No, exactly. Because human beings are it, huh? And we can kill something that we that yeah. the body says. Not only that, but we're like no, because we got brains that are yeah. more powerful than any other being on, on the planet. Right. We can kill something and say no, it is good for us to eat. But here's, the, it was here's the thing, Ed. You can't out masters of fire. But Ed, you got to understand something. You can't outsmart your arteries. You understand? I hear you. So but it's like, even if, even, now, if, even if you're smart enough, but we to, have, we have a longer lifespan. Give, give me two than minutes. Any other? Let me two okay. minutes. We might have a longer lifespan, but it's like. If you can't, if you can't understand the concept that things that you eat clog up your arteries and slow your clog, clog your lane for your blood flow, right. then you don't see how people that can be in shape at 50 year old can drop dead in a gym. It only happens because they're not taking care of themselves. And this is coming from somebody who's still a meat eater. I'm not a vegan. And I love like steak. That. You know what I'm saying? I still Hamburgers. love steak, chicken, all of that. Oh, especially but hot dog, all the shit from the pig. I've just changed my concept as far as like what my portion relation is. Give me that like swine. We were talking about this before. Yeah. But yeah. I'm never going to get off of you know? Give me I'm that swine. I'm never going to get off of me. I need my uh, bacon. I'm sorry. I'm Hispanic I that, and Italian. You know? I need but my sausage. No homo. But I read this other thing. I don't remember what the fuck it was. But one of the reasons that, that our version of human beings succeeded where others did like, cause you know, we were alive at, you know, thousands of years ago, we were alive at the same time as other, you know, our cousins, like fucking, uh, our ancestors. Yeah. Not our ancestors, but other offshoots of humanity. Okay. You know, like apes, you talking about? Cro-Magnon man hey, and shit like plug. that. Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Right. And we beat them out because we were smart enough to fucking, when there wasn't any plants for us to eat, we killed an animal and cooked it. So that's kind of part of... I mean, but that's, that's survival. That's not necessarily but that's one of the self-preservation. Re- I, you understand? Well, it is self-preservation. It is self-preservation. Yeah, not really. and it, it's and, survival. And our bodies and our bodies mm-hmm. have adapted to it. I think our bodies have adapted to it. We like the. Le- I think the like the in the last century we live longer than any other any other version of people that we're aware of. Yeah, but we're dying fast at a more rapid rate. The you know last why? 20 years we are. You know why? Because, because we're eating this processed food. I think it's GM. It's the process. That's why. Shit. I you know? think that's this shit's fucking with our bodies and yeah, fucking with our health. I think so. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the truth. But at the end of the day, we still like our bacon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Like, yo, honestly, the healthiest, the healthiest dude that goes to the gym every day and runs fucking 20 miles an hour, whatever. You have an aneurysm tomorrow. Yeah, it's like, yo, at least I went to Burger King and I had that fucking Whopper. You know what? The juice is coming well, through. That shit, that shit is. Woo. That, that I don't eat that every day, but 
Popeyes. Slime and all that shit. If you can run 20 miles uh, in one hour, you are a god. Shout out to you. Yeah. Whoever that is. Nobody, but I'm just exaggerating. I'm just just bullshit. Just, I just give me the fat. Like, I want the pork. I want I want the fat. Hey, yo, pause. No, what pause? I want the, I want I want the, the fucking pork. pork. The swine is good. Swine on my fork. Swine on my fork. Yeah, we should make that a song. Swine on my fork. Swine on my fork. Cancer stick, smoke it. Cancer stick, smoke it. Yeah. You wanna die at 25? No. Fuck the hood. Have a cancer stick and some swine. Shout out to the barbecue Oh. I'm gonna have a cancer stick. He's gonna have a Kansas steak in a little while. Fourteen months I haven't touched a cigarette, man. Good job, my man. Yeah. Get a little clap in there, yeah. Yeah, fourteen months. Ooh. Don't hate, don't hate. Participate, my brother. Don't hate. Participate. Yeah. Smoking your fucking fifteen dollar a pack, they have it. It's crazy. It's mad expensive. I forgot how much the money I'm saving. Yeah. Because when you're a smoker, you're outside. People are like, oh, would it be possible I bum a cigarette from you? And I said no. Straight up. Yeah. At these prices, fuck you. They're like, here's a dollar. I'm like, yo, my dude, it costs more than a dollar for each cigarette. Mm. No, not no, really. No, no, it doesn't. No, so a dollar, you're actually... But I don't want to give a cigarette for a dollar. Like, fuck you. I went to the store. I bought it for 15 bucks or 11 or $12. Like, if you got a habit, support your habit. I smoke lots of green. I support my habit. I go out, I get my shit illegally, and I enjoy my life. <laughs> Fuck it. Shout out to Chris snitching on himself. Shout out <laughs> to everybody that smokes I mean, and enjoys life. It's all good. It's all yeah. good. Just smoke and enjoy life. And then I got to share my shit, which annoys me sometimes. But it is what it is. It is what it is, you know. That's what happens when you have a girl. You have to share your shit. Mm. It sucks. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a personal stab. Yeah, it's okay. I fucking punch her in the face later. <laughs> right in the fucking grill cap. Yeah, we do not endorse domestic violence at all. Okay. Yes, we do. I'm fucking gonna punch her right in the fucking face. I'm gonna show. That brings our show to an end. No, fuck that. Yo, I'm all about slapping a woman when she needs it. Extend the uncover. (laughs) I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Computer blue. I like to be able. Yeah, we're we're going to another direction. But it's good to slap a bitch once in a while. I like to slap bitches. It's good to slap a bitch once in a while, right in the ass. In the ass or in the okay. fucking face, like Doing real hard. Yeah. Nice little surprise slap across yeah, the face. Yeah, just slap the fucking bitch right in the face. That doesn't work. Absolutely not. No. Yes, it not everybody has to be Cold fucking Teddy Pendergrass or Barry White. Slap you can be a little like. You better start introducing that into your repertoire, Yeah. I'm telling you. You need to smack a bitch. is off the air. We only make the episode two. I'm glad we Smack a bitch. At least two. That's about it. Nah, fuck that. You need to smack a woman once in a while. Especially when they get out of line, like a backhand slap. Oh, you want to be Indian? Yeah, I think I'm. Um, Indian. If you want to hear that voice in the background, chicken tikka masala. Oh, is it? Okay, we'll find out. She's on it. You know your twenties on top of the bureau. Thank you, sir. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, we're going to end this show now while we order Indian food. And I want to thank everybody that came out to take a listen and some time. I appreciate you all. Yours truly. Fuck you. Yours truly, DJ Surreal, Fuego, and special guest, and maybe permanent host. Last time here. He's not coming back, y'all. I can't condone it. Maybe we'll have, uh, you know, Miss fucking Angie Martinez come down to do the show next time. Uh, I don't know Angie Martinez. Do you know Angie Martinez? Yeah, we're going to call him now on power. We'll get the lines rolling. Shout out, right, Shout out to all the radio stations in New York City. Top 79. Yeah. Top yeah. 79. Playing. Yeah. It's dope. That was a great skit, man. We got to bring that into the show. All right, y'all. One love. Catch you later. Peace. You're all whack.